We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Coming up on the 4 o'clock hour, welcome back to the WIP Afternoon Show. John Johnson, Hunter Brody, and for Jack and Ike. Broads will be in tomorrow with Marcus Hayes. Speaking of Marcus Hayes, I don't know how many of you have read this story, have heard about this story. Uh, not nearly enough people are discussing it right now, so let me explain this to you. So Marcus uh, put out a great story for Inquirer.com that, how do I put this gently without exploding? You know how the Eagles' offense has been making mistakes, false starts here and there. Uh, it seems like the offensive line isn't in tune with the quarterback. Uh, what if I told you that you might be to blame? You as in the fan. Ridiculous, right? Well, according to Marcus's column, and uh, he has quotes in it compiled over a stretch of time uh, leading all the way up to even uh, Wednesday morning where he discussed it with Landon Dickerson, with Jordan Mailata. They want to be nice about it, Eagles players. So they're trying to put it gently, but it sounds to me like they are, they want to blame everybody else. According to Marcus's column, the fans at the link are so loud that the offensive lineman cannot hear Jalen Hurts, that it affects his cadence. And when he audibles, not everybody can hear it because we are too loud. And they are upset with this because as much as they like us to be loud, they are mad that we are that loud. Before I blow my top, Broads, what the hell is this? What is going on here? The Eagles right now for me, you know when there's there's one person that you constantly are, I don't know, in contact with, whether it's a family member or a friend, everything they do just pisses you off. They could even be making logical sense. They could be doing nothing wrong, but their presence just irritates the living hell out of you. Mm. That's what this team is to me right now. Because I actually, deep down, do believe that maybe there's something to a home field advantage being significant. And the reason why you have a home field advantage is because one team has to use silent count, the other team doesn't have to, yada, yada, yada. With that said, you're such a disaster right now offensively. You're so putrid. What are you doing? What are you doing? The reason why your team is failing is so much deeper than Tommy in Section 212 having too many Bud Lights and screaming at you. It's pathetic, and I think I can relate it to, like, when a bully bullies someone. It's because they know deep down there's something's happening with them. That's what this Eagles team's going through right now, that they're the bully that's bullying because there's something happening to them, and they don't know how to express it. So now they're putting all the blame on everybody else. I don't know if any of that made sense, but I'm so fired up, I'm pissed off, and I don't understand it. There are, I know there will be some fans who will say, no, no, I get it. The fans are too loud. The players can't hear each other. That's why you're having these issues. There is no way in hell. I am going to defend anybody on the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to that. They are paid performers. I understand. You need to hear each other. Figure it out then. 
Don't ever tell the Philadelphia fan base who every – I love how loud we are. I love how – nobody wants to come here. Now you're telling them to shut up? No. No, 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 no. Add this to the list of issues you guys have. I understand you don't – you would prefer it not be as loud when you're in the huddle and the crowd's all fired up. So you're telling them not to celebrate when something happens and then, all right, celebrate. Now shut up. I got I to gotta relay the play over. Get the hell out of here. I didn't hear a single complaint. Well, you know, it's so hard in Seattle. You know, I can't. So when you're a visiting team, it's no big deal. But when you're at home, you got a problem with it? Figure it out. I, I, so I read the quote. Landon Dickerson, you got to figure out sign language? Then learn sign language then. Don't tell the fans what to do. Unless they're hopping over onto the field, unless they're throwing something on the field, they can do whatever they want in the stands. And to be upset they are cheering too loud, too freaking bad. Find a way to do your job better. The other team's dealing with it too, by the way. You're not the only team, right? It's one of those where it's like it's raining and they struggled to pass the ball. Well, the other team was dealing with rain as well. So when they're on a 1,000 and the fans are going nuts and bonkers, the other team's dealing with it too. So figure it the hell out and play better football. I cannot believe that they're actually focusing on this more so than schematics, more so than X's and O's. Remember Sean Rodriguez? How about Ben Simmons? All they did was clap back at the fans, and it really doesn't go anywhere. And this team is so not likable because of issues like this. Darius Slay yesterday, I guess he was asked a question about Jonathan Gannon, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but something that was brought up was, oh, you know, the fans always blamed him, and it wasn't really just Jonathan Gannon. And Why is it always got to be you versus us? We're supposed to be one. And the reason why it's you versus us is because of the narratives that they are coming up with in the locker room themselves and it's it's really ridiculous like I don't I, I don't want to yell at these offensive linemen because we like them all they're all good guys they all mean well but this is the worst excuse I've ever heard and I, I reading Marcus's column he had mentioned in there how you know like Green Bay like Green Bay is very loud what they do in Green Bay is they put on the scoreboard they ask the crowd to quiet down when the team's entering the huddle or entering the line I don't even like that idea like, I think even that's ridiculous. How's that working for Green Bay? That's why I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I, so you, it's like you're complaining about the home crowd. And by the way, I don't think your head coach is on board with this. Like, he was on with the morning show. You've probably read this quote. Hey, um, um, uh, Ben, do we have that? Oh, I'll get ben. Ben's on the phone. We have to get that audio. Um, it's very contradictive. Of Nick Sirianni, it's, it's very contradictive to the you know Marcus Hayes' column about Fans being too loud in the, you know, not hearing the cadence in the huddle because fans are cheering so loud they can't hear each other. Um, I, I, this is where, Ben, do we have the Nick Sirianni uh, when he was on with Rob Ellis and Devin Caney who were filling in for the morning show this week? He was asked about Jonathan Gannon and, and coming to the link and how he would love fans to react. Listen to this. I love, I, I loved hearing Nick Sirianni say that, by the way. But he said he wants the crowd to be obnoxiously loud. Like, I, I, this seems like such a like just pushing the blame to somebody else. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't understand it. Let's go to Andy from Deppards on WIP. Hey, Andy. Yo, yo, we live. We hot. Yo, Johnson and the new guy. Yo, as far as the noise, I think you're taking that quote out of context. How so? Because here's the deal. Football 101. The home team's quiet when the home team has the ball. The home team goes nuts and crazy and creates an atmosphere where the opposing team can't hear themselves when the opposing team has the ball. So I don't think, you know, it's not a home field advantage when the home team's being loud when we have the ball and the offense is struggling to communicate with each other. But but this so happens all the time, though, and this isn't something that just it. happened. It's, is this year – you're at all the Does games. It. Is suddenly this year way it. louder than previous years? I, I, don't, I don't know, but I don't, I don't notice, you know – a presence as far as uh, the noise when we have the ball for the most part at home. But I, I don't want to waste all my time on that. I got to get to this idiot from Avington. Huh? Calling right. me a fraud? I mean, wait a minute. I got to throw a flag on this guy. Last time I seen him at a day game with the midday team, uh, Joe and John, right? Right. Kicking it with to this smoking hot blonde from Delaware. I forget her name. About to get the, about to steal the deal. Here comes Tom. What to get into? Caller on caller radio beef with me when I'm kicking it with this shorty. Come on, Tom. You're Let's a talk a little bit about football. Did he ruin hey. the did, – did, did the girl walk away at that point? Oh, 
Come on now, you know I still got them digits. Come on, Yan Yanson. Oh I, I, don't, I don't need them blue shoes, but I got them digits. Come oh, on, man. God. All right. But, well, uh, yeah, go ahead. But, but quickly, before I hit the Eagles, I got to hit this Denver and the Midwest fan situation. I mean, here the, the Broncos are, 7-8, and eight, chance of making the playoffs still, quarterback 27 touchdowns, pretty good year, and they bench him the final two games. Could you imagine if they pulled that crap in Philly, New York, New England or the Ravens. The, I mean, could, could you just, uh, that North, that Midwest fan is off. The Broncos have a, a very hardcore fan base. I can't even imagine how they're reacting right now. All they gave up to trade for Russell Wilson, and they're only going to cut him. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But as far as as far as uh, the question you're asking, oh, what do you want from this team? What do you well, demand they, to see from them on Sunday? You, you know what I demand? Hmm. I demand something real simple. Starts with a W, ends with an I. How about a, ends with an N? How about a win? How about a win, Deion Johnson? That's what I demand. Oh, I'm not. I'm not looking for a cute win. I want the team to win. I want them. I want them to get their 12th win of the season, one step closer to the second seed, and keep it moving. All I mean, right. So, what if? Hold on. Hold on, Andy. What if they play very similar to how they played against the Giants? The defense really doesn't get to the doesn't get to Kyler Murray, and it's a close game at the end. You're okay with just getting the W and nothing more. I was okay with the Giants win. They made a couple minor mistakes. Goddard slipped. They throw a pick six. That kick return where the players bump. You don't see that happen that often. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they made a lot of major win. mistakes. Yeah. And by the way, Andy, you gotta you gotta rectify another issue, man. You got your caller on caller crime. That's your thing. You gotta acknowledge Hunter Brody. He goes by Broge. You can call him Hunter, whatever you want to call him. But he's been in radio for many years. You're being rude, man. Well, I got I got to call since he's a hockey guy, and we know that's the fourth of all the sports. Oh, I, I know that too. I know that hockey. too. I'll go with Hockey Hunter. But, I like that. But I don't want to waste all my time on the new guy. But also we got to hit with the whole A.J. Sure, Brown man. thing. Yeah. Who cares if he don't talk to the media? I don't care. He's got over 100 catches. He's got over 1,000 yards. He broke records, NFL records. All right, well, putting aside your slight against Broads, come on, you got to get over that, man. That's that's messed up. Yeah, that's, I will get no, that. No, he's being a jerk. I know he Oh, trust me. I know he is. So I've dealt with a lot worse in my life, by the way. Mike Quick. Uh, was on the morning show today. Yes, and he was asked by Rob Bellis you know, about you know about the, the whole AJ Brown thing, Mike Quick, Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver, and all. Like, you know, how do you handle that? And Mike Quick's answer was brilliant. He said, "You just just appease him, just keep him happy. Like, if you have to feed him the ball again, you feed him the ball again. Because what's the alternative? Let's say you let him, you kind of discipline him. You could totally lose him. I know that's not like you. It's you know, it's like the crying baby that's." It wants candy, and you're like, I'm not giving you candy. It, it's a little different. You give the baby the candy because you know the production he gives you. You just tolerate him. I, it, sadly, it happens with the position more often than not. The, the position of wide receiver, more often than not, it breeds prima donnas. Right. No, I agree with you. And I think I remember hearing Ike talk about this when he first started, A.J. Brown first started this whole debacle with the media and not wanting to speak and being more of a diva. You brought up the T.O. situation. And now that we look back, wouldn't we do anything to have, even though there was controversy with McNabb and T.O., yeah. if there were two options, you find a way to deal with the internal beef or you let T.O. out the door, wouldn't you try and figure out how to work it with the beef? Right. Isn't that, to a degree, a similar scenario that what we're working with now? I know it's not McNabb and T.O. No, 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 but it's, 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 it's that premise. It's still relatable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that you— And I couldn't agree more. Like, I think you— because the high upside of what he brings on the football field clearly outweighs the I'm not talking to the locker or talking in the locker room to media as much as it upsets us when he's going off for 120 plus yards I, that means way more you know I am I, but you know having said that though I'm still really curious why he wouldn't talk I know he didn't have a bad game I know well it's because quote well it's not actually the quote I'm paraphrasing I don't have anything nice to say. But I wonder, that's what I want to know what that is. Look, I'm, I'm pulling up the box score just it's to double check. Cl- it's clearly about Jalen or Nick Sirianni. He had six receptions for 80 yards. He led the team in receiving in their win over the Giants. Okay, he didn't have a touchdown, but he still had a still oh. had a good game. Well, hold on. You just mentioned the touchdown, right? Yeah. Who gets all the touchdowns on this team? Jalen with the push-tush. Is he getting aggravated because he's not getting tutties? Uh. Or as many tutties? I mean, when they're at the one or two-yard line, what are the odds the wide receiver is going to be getting a lot of – Touchdowns anyway. I don't know. Look. Maybe there's a bonus in his contract. I'm searching. That's what this whole week has been about. Searching, trying to find answers on why. Hmm. John and Voorhees is up next on WIP. Afternoon, John. 
Hey, afternoon. Um, happy New Year to both of you. A healthy and a happy one, both John and Brody. Um, Same to you, John. Yeah, Same to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. So here's what 2017-18, I, I don't know where these um, minds have gone, but uh, I'm a season ticket holder. Last three games of that season, if we go back, remember, this guy, Carson Wentz, my red dude, he got hurt, and he had a 33-touchdown MVP season going on. And then all of a sudden, Foles comes in. He throws an inter- he throws a, um, a pass to an offensive lineman. Yes, been, yes he does. Yeah. Then they just get by that game. Then they play the Giants, awful in that game. Mm. Then they play the Raiders, awful in that game. It was a 10-7 win, but they actually won the game to clinch it. Then they played Dallas, and he got taken out of the first quarter. So what I'm looking for on Sunday is progression. And last week, you had 33 points, even with mistakes, and close to 500 yards. But it progressed from the last week. I don't give a damn who you're playing in a regular season. You want progression and get that two weeks off because both Super Bowl appearances, that 217-18, two two, uh, games at home. That's last year, two games at home. Right. It's the easy way out, but it's the best way because you don't have to play three games. You have to play two, and you get to host them, and you got to win them to get to the Super Bowl. Sure. But that's the key, progression. They are progressing from last week to this mm. week. Do I expect them to progress? Yes, I do. This is a 3 and. 14 team, what was it, 3-12? I don't even know. Yeah, they're, they're, the, team they're, the team they're playing, Gannon's Cardinals are 3-12. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're going to lose this game. Vegas isn't stupid. Now, again, they were only uh, eight points last week, but they're going Okay, so you're looking for progression on Sunday. I need to backtrack yeah. a day, though. Saturday no, night. I, like, how? I need advice. How are we supposed to root for Dallas here? I know, I know logically it makes sense, but you know how difficult that is to do? No, but, bro, check this out. I'm Italian by marriage, and IBM. I'm IBM. So you know how many times I watch a Godfather movie with these in-laws? 100, 150. <laughs> It's strictly business. I'm not rooting for Dallas, but guess what? It's a win-win. If Dallas wins, okay, we got a Detroit loss, and we need that loss. If they lose, okay, we clinched a vision with a win against Arizona. It's a win-win, but it's strictly business. I'm not rooting for Dallas, but I'm not going to sit there and, and be upset if they win or lose. Because you got to mm. win out. You have to progress. You have to play your best football the best way you can. And – Go back to the playoffs in 2017-18. They beat Atlanta. There's a guy named Julio Jones that dropped the ball in the end zone. That was a 15-10 game, Jets. No, I know. John, I get it. I appreciate the call. Jalen Mills, baby. He's still playing. (laughs) I I think it was the Patriots. I'm like, wow, he's still still going. Can can I do this? Hit me. Can I root for Detroit this week and root against them next week? Sure. Oh. But wait, why are you rooting for – because I don't want to oh, root sorry. for the Cowboys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The way you worded it, no, I no. even got like, like, up. I, like I, I understand Detroit holds the tiebreaker over the Eagles should they both win out. So the Eagles can't get the number two, even the number one seed, because Detroit holds that tiebreaker over them. But can I root for Detroit to beat the Cowboys Saturday night and then root against them in that final game, which I believe I got to see who that last game is against, because I'm sure that last game for Detroit is important to the uh, to them or their opponent. Their last game is against oh Minnesota. Minnesota's going to have everything to play for. And now they just changed their quarterback. And they again. changed their quarterback again. I know. By the way, we do have an update on AJ. What's that? What he, do we have? Did he, he talk? He declined to talk to reporters on Thursday. Damn. Devontae Smith did speak and was asked about why Brown isn't talking, and Smith said he doesn't want to talk for him. And then uh, that's kind of where we're that at. That was it. That's where we're at. So the last. What's he going to say on Friday that he hasn't been able to say the last two, three days? You know, I. Okay. Do you subscribe to the Friday news dump? You yes. know what I'm referencing? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So m- many, many people today think that is a thing of the past because we live in a cycle of 24-hour-a-day news. No, it's real. It's very real. So the tw- the Friday news dump, for those who don't know what it is, is that if a, a business, an organization, had something, a piece of negative news that had to be released, they would do it on a Friday right before the weekend. That, that way, like, the whole weekend takes place, other things happen, and come Monday morning, or in this case, it'll be Tuesday morning, 
So many things will have happened. It's such a distant story that people have already moved on. Ben, is it possible A.J. Brown's going to, like, well, light the organization on fire tomorrow? I was going to say, today's Thursday. Yeah. I wasn't sure if, if you guys were No, aware. no, no, no. I was, what I was today's not to, the Friday to the dump news. No, no, I know that. But what, if he is to speak tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow oh, is the last day know. players will speak before Sunday's game. No, I th- they're just trying to shove it under the rug. Because if they keep winning, then everybody's going to forget okay. the turmoil after the win on Sunday. Right, right. And with or that Monday. theory, John, all right, that, all right. that means he's ready to go out there and, and rip everyone to shreds. I'm imagining him going out there and giving us player speak. So Friday, the media goes into the locker room. He's nowhere to be found. And then the game takes place. No, I think he's going to show up and speak, and it'll be a lot of nothing. No quotes that are actually... Big, large, it's like... He'll say, I was upset about something, I'm fine now. What was it? It was nothing. Exactly. One of those. Hmm. One of those. Donald and Charlotte's up next. Hey, Donald. Hey, bud. How you guys doing, John Johnson and Brody? What's up, Donald? It's a little late for you, isn't it, Brody? Say that again? I said, it's a little late for Brody, isn't it? (laughs) What What do you mean? Why is it late? Yeah, Shoot, Brody used to be in the morning. I used to catch him early in the morning, three, four o'clock. Oh yeah, you caught me in the yeah, you caught me two to six a.m. You <laughs> yeah. did that. You did that once. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, let's, uh, I'm liking our linebackers. I, I really am. I'm thinking that uh, Patricia got him in a good space. I mean, he's got to work on some of the other stuff with the the line. Mm-hmm. But I am kind of happy about where they're playing. At least they're trying to come more up on the line, and um, the D backs as, as well. I like the youth. Like how y'all was talking about before. Well, I, I mean, that no, so the youth party. is good. But here's the problem, though, Donald. What we're seeing as the okay. season has progressed, like a lot mm-hmm. of the young, inexperienced uh, Georgia guys, they're not out on the field for Correct. You know, late in the game because they're exhausted. They have no legs left. No, and, I, and, that, and that I understand. And I, don't, and I think they probably should have more opportunities. But if you're not, you're not ready at that time, I would opt not to put them on the field. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox versus um, – Brandon, you know, over them, but yeah. um, it'll work its way out. But I'm talking about like I, the, the, we're making more plays at the line of scrimmage than we were the previous three or four games. We was getting beat just line of scrimmage all the way down. I think I think our that youth and that quickness with um mm. uh, with our, uh, our, our defensive back. The only problem, is, I guess. Better. But, the, but, Donald, it's a shame, though, because one of the big issues with this defense, though, is that they're not getting to the quarterback. And that was Correct. why they were – one of the main reasons they were so successful last year. Correct. I, I agree. I, I agree. And we're, and we're not. And I'm thinking not, – I'm not, I'm not of that same fashion of what they say, oh, we're working through it, because I'm just like, y'all, we at week 16. Ain't no more working through. Mm-hmm. We are who we are, and then we just got to be able to, to make it – you know, to make it work. And then sometimes it's all about – chance. Everybody yeah. said he was lucky you're always on the season. I don't see it like that. But sometimes they go your way, sometimes they don't. Just like with the ref. I ain't trying to worry about what cause they miss and don't don't, don't miss because it works for us sometimes too. Because I was the recipient sometimes on a missed call. Right. So you have to take it both ways. And um, I'm going to sit back and hear you guys. It's so great to um to get on again, you guys. No, Thank no. So Donald, we appreciate the call, man. I... <laughs> I got a thought. I hope Donald's wrong. I mean, he's just – they are what they are. I hope they're not what they are because if what, what they we have seen is not going to win a championship. Well, what, he, what was your thought? He's not wrong, by the way. I just need to throw that out there. So, my thought is, and I don't know if I even believe it. I guess it's more just a uh, – just throwing it out there, right? All right. I don't trust the coaching staff right now. And then we had Shield Capati on, and he broke down how Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, these young kids, they're not on the field at the end of the games and things of that nature, right? Is that the right decision? If we're not getting to the quarterback, maybe they should be on the field. Now, mm. they're hitting a rookie wall. And maybe they, they're not used to this level of intensity, college football, NFL, learning curve. Maybe they're right to say that they don't deserve to be on the field at that time. I'm only bringing up the fact that they're not getting home, so the replacements, when they're not on the field, aren't doing good uh, enough. You would think youth would be able to. I know. I know. Well, maybe, maybe it's, they it's wouldn't such work a heavy either. question. Maybe they wouldn't work either. Yeah. I know. It's a heavy question. You're at the point of desperation. Almost. <laughs> I mean, Van Summeren's playing. Yes, desperation. And the, Well, it, the good thing is that we're looking at the injury report right now. Darius Slay was the only player not to practice. Cunningham and Morrow practiced. They were limited. So I imagine we'll get like a questionable status for Sunday's game. Maybe we'll get probable. I don't know. Landon Dickerson was a full participant, as was Avante Maddox. So they're, I would think they will both be back on Sunday, which is a great – having Maddox back, even though, you know, he's got to work 
get going again, just his presence will be a huge bonus over what we've seen. I know we're getting ready for break, but maybe the people and you can think about this, but you know, and then get to it on the other side. What's that? Well, since you're talking about the secondary, I heard a little debate about James Bradbury. Do you think maybe Matt Patricia can make a big boy decision and go elsewhere? We, maybe like, not. Like, maybe not put Bradbury out there and go with some of the young kids. Ooh. Would that sit with the locker room well? Ooh. How would that go? I don't think it would sit with the front office well. <laughs> yeah, because Howie paid that man a lot of money. I mean, I just gave him a big hug. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I see some of our callers. Like Devin's one of our next callers. He is in full support of the Eagles' offensive line and the crowd at the link. He thinks it's been horrible. We're going to get Devin's thoughts, Sean, Michael, everybody else. More coming up. It's 423. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, everybody. Afternoon show, John Johnson, Hunter Brody in for the guys. Hunter, I was just uh, – so before the show, uh, the two of us, uh, along with Ben Kenny, who's, uh, who's engineering the program, uh, he was playing us some of the audio from Brian Johnson's media availability and then breaking – you know, talking about what he heard. And at a certain point, we focused in on uh, the running and the run the ball chance. And I don't want to play the audio of it or anything, but it was just I've been thinking about it ever since we had the discussion in this framework. Like, through the stretch of bad play and a percentage of fans saying, run the ball, I don't think it's run the ball as much as it is run the ball more efficiently. Like, it's, it's how they're going about it. It's, it. At times they were trying, but it just wasn't effective. And then there's other times where they're just – they abandoned it entirely like they did through that stretch of that game. But the way Brian Johnson broke it down, he clearly didn't do it intentionally, saying it the way that he did. But it came off like, you know, it's an RPO basically all the time. So we don't know whether some of that stretch, they were calling run plays and Jalen Hurts changed his mind at the line based on what the defense was showing or vice versa. And it's just, it, when I hear stuff like this, and I know that Jalen Hurts has had a lot of ups and downs in the second half of the season. Should there be times, and I don't know if you can do that now that he's a franchise quarterback and making this money, like you say, this is the play call, run the play call no matter what? Yes, that's the first thing I started to process as you were laying that out there is your job as a coaching staff. And once again, this would then allow the head coach and the offensive coordinator to get off scot-free and to get off the hook if you're just going to blame Jalen for this. If something isn't working on the field, your job then is to adjust, is to make sure what will work 
gets done. You can't just allow Jalen, if that is the case, and, you know, I do think that it's warranted and there's something to it. If that is the case, it's then on you to dial something else up and have something else in your playbook to get what you want done, no? Mm. I mean, seriously, and every single play ever is just Jalen Hurts makes the decision on an RPO. What type of offense is that if that's yeah. what they're always doing? You know, that's that, and that's, see, that you, you flipped it on its head there. That transitioned into a whole nother conversation. That maybe it's not like, hey, Jalen, let's just, I want to stick with this play right now. Don't audible at the line if you see something. Versus, yo, know, if this is your offense, what kind of offense is that? A bad one. <laughs> I can't imagine okay, in the NFL. If every play, I'm not saying it's like literally every play, but I'm just saying from a hypothetical sense, if the offense is, hey, Jalen, here's an RPO or an RPR or whatever you want to utilize, yeah. and this is what we do every play, and we'll just react accordingly and see what happens, your offense sticks. I don't think that's a good enough offense to legitimately win a Super Bowl, and maybe it's a reason why, no matter what the stats say, we're in a bit of a funk with some of our skill position players and and with this offense. I think and what scares me, like the offense looked, they obviously looked a whole lot better against the Giants than sure. they did the previous couple weeks. I don't want to be deceived by the fact that it was the Giants. Like I hear a lot of positivity, which is good. Of course, you won, you broke the, you ended the losing streak and all. But I think we all have to be reminded though that look, you you your offense looked better, but it was against the five win Giants. You didn't get back on track, and the offense looked great against a, even a mediocre team. And I don't want to be deceived by that. You know, if, if some team, you know, just – I'm hoping they don't buy into that. How about that? That's that's the most important thing. What The team you're saying? The, 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 the offense themselves, the, the players, the coaches, like, all right, we got it back on track, clean up one or two things, and we got it. Remember who the offense got back on track against. Yeah, I don't like think that's this, always important. I don't think this locker room's buying into anything, which might be the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Update <laughs> on our Twitter poll question brought to you by Marks Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Marks Jewelers for the diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. The best time for an Eagles, the best, excuse me, the best start time for an Eagles game is you have three options here. One o'clock. 425 and 815. 62% of the vote right now, 1 o'clock. I love it. I can't wait for the 1 o'clock game. God, is, is there any hope? Hold on. Let me look here. That what? The Giants game is 1 o'clock as well next week? Yes. I hope so. Who does Dallas play? Who is their final game against? Let me see here. I'm going to pull up their schedule right now. It's Lions and then Washington. A, oh, that's a uh, Washington. But th- I mean, that quote, that's a big rivalry. But they lost to him last year. Now, oh, no, hold on a minute season. here. Now, hold on a minute here. So everybody's been trying to convince me to root for the Cowboys on Saturday night for the reasons of the tiebreaker with the Lions and the Eagles. Okay, what if, now if you're going to get selfish about it, you root for Detroit, Eagles win, they wrap up the division entirely, and then maybe both games next week are at 1 o'clock. Would seeding come into play, though, or am I? It might, Yeah, well, but the division would be wrapped up. And then maybe you get two 1 o'clock games instead of two 425 games. You're way too optimistic. Because, Is that too much? Yeah, because you know the NFL sees the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles as two prime opportunities to slot in at 425. Oh, They're not going to slot in some Denver team that's playing some Ben DiNucci. I don't even <laughs> Ben DiNucci. Is he still hanging around? No, no, Stidham. no, no. Stidham. It was, it's, it's unfortunate. This is what comes when your team's popular. Like, you get all the primetime games. Yeah, it I, sucks. I miss the 1 o'clock game. Yeah. I don't, Monday, I don't want to... Monday night game. We're getting flexed in the Monday night. Come yeah. on. I miss... Screw off. The, the 1 o'clock game so much better. Uh, Devin's on WIP. How you do, is it Devin or Devon? Yeah, it's, it's Devin, actually. Oh, uh, Devin. How you doing, Devin? What's up, Devin? How are you? Uh, listen, I, I didn't read the Marcus Hayes article. Um, I don't have the inquire online anymore. you got to pay for this stuff, and... I read other papers, but the reality is that, you know, you guys are complaining about whatever he he was complaining about in terms of the crowd noise. Mm. And I got to tell you, I go to every home game, and the, our crowd this year has been somewhat disappointing on offense. We, we, we actually have been loud at right. very inopportune times, and I'm not saying that – you know, the but why would line. they? But, I, but hold I, on, like the I, way you're phrasing, like what do you, what do you mean by inopportune times? It's like you know, you, when, we, we last week we were, you know, you go for the tush push or fourth and one, and and yeah, the crowd gets pumped up because you're going for them, 
yeah. from fourth down. And I understand it, but you got to, dude, you got to let the offensive line do their work. You got to let them. T- this is our advantage. The, the caller before actually said something. Look, when you're on, it's NFL one on one. When you when you're on offense, the crowd's got to be quiet, and you make it out to be like what Green Bay did is 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 like. You know, some, well, but no, and I feel like Bay. we did it too. We, but Devin, it's like we, it's we, it's insulting to the fan base. Like you act like this is the first time this not, has ever happened. Not, I, I'm not. I'm not. No, it's not insulting to the fan base. It it's, is. Again, it's, no, it's NFL one on one. You gotta be. You gotta be quiet on offense. That's your home. That's your home so field. So, Devin, can I ask you this? Is yeah. this any different from any other Eagle season at the link? Like, why now all of a no, sudden? No, I'm going to tell you why. So, Go ahead. They, we, we usually do have this. They usually do put the sign up when the crowd gets a little bit uncontrollable on offense. Mm. They usually do have the sign. They usually offenses at work. Quiet. Offensive work. Right. Quiet. Offensive work. And you know, especially on like a third down or fourth down, they're going for it, and they hear you. You got it. You got it. Calm down a little bit. Now I, I'll move on. I'll but how is that? How is that any different than being at a visiting stadium and you're dealing with the same, you know, even louder atmosphere? I, I agree with you there, but you're comparing apples and oranges. No, I'm I'll not. Be, I'm, I'm talking about crowd yeah, noise are. and cadence. It's, yeah, but it's apples and oranges. When you're when you're when you're in an opposing stadium, you're you you should obviously you're dealing with crowd noise, and you've got to put other different types of protocols in place. Your hand right. signals and whatever. Sure, right. But when you're when you're but when you're at home, you should enjoy the home field advantage. And but listen, so I, I understand. You're making, ideally, you're too much of this. I'm, ideally, I'm you would you. ideally you would prefer a pin drop when the offense is in the huddle. I get it, but that's not the real world. I don't like this as a. It seems like an excuse is what I'm getting. Right. At. If the They're offense was it, doing their job. Too much, you're reading way too much If the into offense it. was doing their job, Devin, I don't think we're even having this discussion. Right. It's literally just because they're stinking. I don't disagree with you. I don't yeah. disagree with yeah. you there. But I'm, I'm just saying it is an issue, and it's been an issue lately. Now, the bigger issue is something you were just stating before, and I'll make this one last point. I'll get off. You know, you're talking about how um, Johnson's talking about all these plays are RPOs. Yeah. And it, it, it's actually really – Interesting, because when you talk about it, last year one of the things with Shane Steichen, it, every play was an RPO, and the way that Jalen played, he got rid of the ball so quickly. Right. And now he's ranking, I think, the bottom of the league in terms of like holding onto the ball. There's something with the RPO this year that is just different. I don't know what it is as a fan. I don't see what the, the defense is showing him. But there's definitely something different that Brian Johnson is not catching on to. He's not in Jalen's ear. There's something that is off. Well, how, but how much – this is where – and then we go to another level of depth here. How much of this is on the quarterback? How much of it is on the play caller? Well, I mean, the quarterback was the same last year, and he's healthy right now. And the mm, offensive line is the same. Is he, though? Dude, he has the same arm. I mean, if you're talking no, about – No, no, line, no, no. It's, it's not about the arm. It's about it's, the it's, knee. Yeah, yeah, but you know, and yeah, sometimes yeah, – like, 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 for example – like, hold on, I'll give you time. But, like, you're noticing when he, when he steps back many times, like, he doesn't – like, his, his vision – is right on that first read, and it never – you notice so many times defenders see it ahead of time. He's not breaking off vision-wise. There's no deception. And I know you're going to get into with the coaching. Like, you're not having men in motion before or during the snap, so there's very little, you know, uh, deceiving there. I, I – this has got to be on Jalen, too. Look, I'm not paid to break down the film. All I know is that there's something if, – if it's some of it's on Jalen, that's fine. But there's no doubt in my mind that some of it's on the offensive coordinator. I mean, you just don't change. The entire offense is exactly the same as it was last year. Mm-hmm. And whatever the defenses have changed, whatever they've – it's up to us to adapt. And we're not adapting. And we're, not, we're not changing – we're not making the right – the right reads we're not changing he's not in his ear correctly yeah. whatever it is it's a mixture of all these things no 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 <laughs> and and uh, Devin, i appreciate it man i'm not suggesting it's one or the other there, there is a percentage you you divvy out the percentage on who gets more of the blame there but i just i it, it, it it's so maddening is it like when, when you everything's going well you're like i don't care how it works it's working but when it's not working like this and you have these stretches where the offense just isn't clicking and like i, I hate belittling a team that scored 33 points last week, but, like, you were hoping to see more efficiency, more – it looked cleaner, a little bit things you haven't seen before, and you didn't exactly see that. You saw Jalen have a great play on third down, which extended play, and that's really the reason they ended up pulling out the victory. Like, I I don't know what percentage to go here, quarterback, play caller. I'm going to lean towards – and I'm going to put play caller in with head coach because I think as an offensive mind – sure. You know, like the combination of two offensive minds. I think they are probably maybe maybe I'll go seventy thirty. So seventy percent. I think this is on coaching, game plan, scheme, lack of creativity. That maybe thirty percent. Jalen taking a step back. Is that a is that a fair pie chart? I 
to ex- just on principle alone, to expect someone who had an MVP season to replicate that the following year, I think is just is, is heinously wrong to do. So I, I wouldn't expect him to have that same season. Seventy thirty. Hmm. You could sell me sixty five thirty five. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could give me something like that. I think 60-40 is too much, though, because that's too much blame on Jalen. And I, at least I need to see. And obviously, we're not going to. But if right. I could visualize an offense with Jalen Hurts leading the way and have two different, uh, a different head coach and a different OC, is this a Jalen problem still, or do a lot of it become fixed? Because a lot of it is who's calling the who's plays calling the plays, who's yeah. making it all happen. Sean of Virginia is on WIP. How you doing, Sean? Yo, Sean. Sean. Go once, twice. Oh. Jackson in Phoenixville is on WIP. Hey, Jackson. What's up, guys? Um, You know, I don't know. I just I, – Brian Johnson stinks, okay? He – he. <laughs> let's just let's just call – and, and also him being so close to Jalen, yeah. I think there's, that's kind of like what's going on here. He looks and, overwhelmed. It, it, yeah, but, so, but but Jackson, to jump in here though, if you recall um, last week, beginning of this week, whenever it was, how Nick Sirianni said, "Listen, this is my offense. It's my offense. He just calls the plays." So this is as right. much. This is maybe even more Sirianni. But what's missing from from last year? Steichen, Shane Steichen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So course. maybe maybe you know you know you know trying and trying to make a profit when you know. To, to make, you know, to sell tickets, maybe they hired him and, you know, and, and Steichen was all the, the, you know, the fluff and the, and the you know, the pop. Well, I mean, Brian Johnson seemed you know I mean? like it's the a- natural successor because he was already in-house and because of that rapport with Jalen. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the right, idea of bringing that, him that's in. Backfi- but that's backfiring now, and everyone knows it. Even me, I'm sitting on my couch. In freaking Phoenixville, dude, and I and I'm drinking beers. I'm stoned. Like I know what's what, going on there. What it's the hell? Jeez, you're rolling up a nice J, are you? Wait a minute, you're getting all worked I, I mean, up while you're stoned? Oh come on, man. You know there, there's there's some whiskey in there too. So you know, <laughs> let's just be honest. And and that's but you guys calling a, AJ or you know AJ Brown a diva? Yeah. I mean, is he getting wind of that? That's you, you don't know, think? Do you think he's know. a diva? I think he's a good wide receiver that's in a system that sucks. And and I don't care if it's Sirianni or Brian Johnson. When you go to a, when you go to like Morton Steakhouse or one of the best steakhouses and they pull out some weird, you know, fillet that you've never, you know, that's all chewy and fatty and you, what are you going to do? Are you so, going to it back or what are you, you going to go there again? He's being misused. He's, I mean, he has 1400 yards and seven touchdowns. He has over well, 100 receptions. I think he's frustrated with the offense, and I think the offense is is not being done. I think he knows what can be done, and I think he knows what's what's capable of this offense. And yeah, sure, the, the defense is frustrating, but uh, what you know, whatever. Like they got to figure that out. But I, you know, I just think he's. I don't think he's being misused. I think fine. He's 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 throwing a temper tantrum and doing the thing. You know, not getting the candy and may, I don't know. You want to no, call here's, him but here's the difference. He now. But, like, I'm, let me jump in, Jackson. Here's the difference, though. Devontae Smith is a great receiver. Would you agree with that? Read my mind. He's 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 one of my favorites. I was okay. Buy his has this, he you know, said? Has has he pulled anything that AJ Brown has this season? No, he's not. Well, okay. He's been he's okay. been the great soldier, even when he's not. He so, is someone who could get the ball as much as AJ Brown, and he's not because right. AJ's being favored. And that's not to take away okay. from AJ's talent. But all Devontae's right, hold, not hold saying anything. All right, but I was a union rep when I worked for my bus department back in California, right? right. A union rep has has to go to the uppers and complain about all the complaints, and they got to write down all the complaints about all the drivers, right? And driver Joey, Joey Driver, he's super nice guy. He's not going to bitch about anything. He's just going to go and drive his bus. What did I do? I went and I complained to the uppers and got stuff done, and we got raises. You know, and, and, and we got players. All right, now, now you know what's what I mean? the like, correlation here? The correlation is A.J. Brown's bitching, and he wants to get shit fixed. Right, Sorry, we're, I'm we're, dropping we, that. we got to let you go. Come on, Jackson. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know what the point was on that one. Uh, I, I, AJ, I, AJ's a diva, and one of the things he brought up is that we're maybe. I don't know if he said it, but it was on the screen. He thinks here. we're creating drama. Exactly. Here. If we're creating it, and it's like, well, he hears the noise. You don't think the noise has anything to do with it? If you're a wide receiver like AJ Brown, and you let what I say affect you so much then what are you doing? You're focusing on the wrong crap. Yeah. I say this all the time, even for us. If I can sit here and rip someone apart for four hours for how they play on the field, if you want to rip me because you don't like how I do my show, by all means, that's part of the gig. If you can't take it as A.J. Brown, then that's a problem in your own right. you got to self-assess. You can't let that change and dictate your personality. you got to be you. So, I don't know. I, I, just, I don't like that narrative on it. But the main thing is, or A.J. Brown created this. Yes, he did. Like, he did the, th- the thing on social media complaining, saying, you know, when he basically threw his quarterback under the bus, even if it was unintentional. He did this earlier in the season, and now he's doing it again. He's creating this. If he if he had just said, yeah, I, you know, we won, but we could have played better, did something like Devontae Smith, this wouldn't even be a conversation. This goes back to that Giants playoff game, though. Even in a big-time win, he's complaining on the sidelines because he doesn't <laughs> like it. So it's not even when it's bad. It's when it's good, too. And that wasn't well, us creating a, 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 some sort of random controversy. That was him. I hate that I had to agree with what Mike Quick had to say on the morning show, though. That, listen, we know what he is. You have to appease him because of how important he is to this offense. I hate that idea. Like, you want to stand your ground and say, no, I'm not going to do it. But you have to. Yes. You have to. You have to. There's no alternative unless you get rid of them. And then you know what we're with? No, which would Greg, never happen. Greg Ward, J.J. No, Ortega, no, no, Whiteside, no, no, and no. Jalen Rager. No, it would never you happen. You don't miss that offense? No, it's, it's not. he's not going anywhere. You have to appease him. You tell him not to talk to the media for a couple days, and then when he talks tomorrow, he says absolutely nothing. Where's Fogum? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't even care. Okay. Michael and Redding's on WIP. Hey, Michael. Hey, how's it going? Doing good, Michael. How you doing? What's up, Michael? Oh, I'm all right. So I wanted to talk about this uh, this cadence thing. This 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 uh yeah with the loud in the link yeah right. So all right, a few months ago, Jack Fritz talked about Trey Turner. Trey Turner wasn't doing so hot. Okay. Right. Yes. And he said instead of who's Jack Fritz? on this guy and saying poor things about him, why don't we stand up? And applaud him. When that, Why don't on, we on, let me... do something to invigorate him, to make him feel better? <sighs> now, you know, now, hold yeah, on. Let, let me let me envision this for just a moment, Mike. Yeah. Um. When would this take place? Which part are you talking about? No, like this. If we're going to give a standing ovation to say who so we it wouldn't, get... it wouldn't be a standing ovation. It wouldn't be. It would be the difference is in this in this situation. You would just shut up. So when they're on offense, oh. you stop talking. A sarcastic. You do what, you, you do what they say instead of fighting them. Instead of saying, "No, you're wrong. I'm mad. Uh, you aren't performing. I'm going to be mean to you." You say, "You know what? Maybe I'd be the bigger man as a fan, mm-hmm. as WIP." No, uh, no. Hold on a minute. Now, now, when you say silent, you mean like Not it's almost silent. like a sarcastic silent. Like everybody, you could hear – suddenly you hear a pin drop as if, oh, yeah, we heard so your you complaints. Could, you could. You could be. I, I'm not saying that. Uh, I wouldn't do that, but um, – You want to do you know it what? out of the pure – Maybe to make a point. You, you know how much fun that pure, would be? Yeah, I think he – Michael, you want to do it as like a out of your pure heart, right? Not sarcastic. So I do. I want them to win. Uh, I don't want them to lose. No, no, no. I it's, want but, the but, Eagles to go to the end. I want them to win the Super Bowl. So I don't want them to suck because I want to be miserable – no, but the, no, guy. but the point of this is, don't you think this is just a another excuse? Um, so it could be, but at what point do you say? So if you get in a fight with your spouse, right? You just keep fighting because you say, "Oh, you're making another excuse." No, no. you say, "You know what? I'm gonna step <laughs> I, I, back. I, I'm gonna be the bigger well, man. If, I'm gonna be." Well, if the Eagles started paying you to see you, then maybe that conversation could take place. Then that's where it complicates things. You're the fan. You're the one forking out all the money to watch them play. I, I, I so hate when they try to dictate so that stuff. You're 100 right. Um, this is in particular into the cadence aspect. I I, I, I am totally with you on the other yeah. aspect. I don't think they're performing. I think many of us, even me, like like the dude that said he was drinking and still on the couch. I'm the same person. Right. I can see that they're not performing that the, the they were last year. We know that. I think everyone here at WFP, everyone listening knows that they're not the same team. We. I get just it. I just don't like Mike. I understand. I appreciate the call. 
everybody's an Eagles fan. Nobody's rooting against them, and I'm not suggesting that. I, we're always on board, but to suddenly say, oh, well, you know, in part, the offense isn't doing that well because of you. It's like, well, excuse me? I'm sorry, you've never played in a visiting stadium where it's been insanely loud and you've had to use a silent count, use other methods? It's not, it's not that loud. Sure, it's loud because people are excited. I just – I. Rhodes, I just see it as an excuse. Yeah, give me an example of when it was a good idea to target your fan base. 99% of the time, if not 100% of the time, it's going to backfire. So I don't see the positives that outweigh the negatives here for a team to now start going after what yeah, the fans you do. don't make that you don't say anything like you don't say anything it's it's whether you're right or wrong you will not win that battle you don't say anything yeah I don't I don't like it either 215-592-9494 I see Jeff and Bill and everybody else stay right there we have a great 60 minutes ahead including a top five at five with Ben Kenny ah that's coming up next it's 453 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 